Welcome to the Fellowship of Fandoms and thank you for tuning in to our podcast. So this is the first episode and I want to say, well I don't want to say sadly, but uh, a little over two years, two years since our last episode. Damn, time flies. Um, And what can I say? I mean, life happens, shit happens, shit gets in the way and it did. But uh, we're back, we're here to stay and measures have been taken and put into place to ensure that production does not stop again. Even now, as you're watching this episode, it means that we've already pre-recorded other episodes that are, are ready to roll out and be released. So the conversation will not stop. We're going to keep geeking out and we're going to keep having a blast. About this episode, we had some technical difficulties, but uh, nothing that's going to take away from the experience or the overall conversation. And, and I know you're going to probably notice them. If you don't, um, then the better. But... Uh, They have been taken care of, they should not happen again. And I'm talking about some details with the microphone and some details with the camera. But yeah, about the episode itself, I was lucky enough to host Luke from the pot ones, and we talked the rings of power, primarily, right? I mean, we deviate from time to time, as geeks do. Um, and But yeah, we, we talk about the rings of power, um, Star Wars, uh, Lord of the Rings in general. And the fandoms, we had some conversations that need, needed to be had, you know, are important to have. And about how the fandom needs to be more receptive of people, of um, of people. You know, it, it is that simple. But uh, yeah, about Luke, you can find Luke at the, at the pot ones. That's their social tag on basically everywhere. And I mean, um, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Um, I think on TikTok they are under at pot ones. I don't think they have the pot ones under. But uh, yeah, you can just search the pot ones anywhere and you're going to find them. There, you can find their podcast on YouTube and uh, the video format. And you can find the audio format for their podcast on basically everywhere. I mean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I think they are on Amazon as well. But uh, yeah. They do primarily Star Wars, but they also do um, reactions to other fandoms. They did reactions to the Rings of Power and House of the Dragon back when they were airing. So yeah, but we had a lot of fun. We truly did. If you're here because of Luke, I uh, you're gonna have fun. You know he delivered. We had a we had a blast, as I've said um, probably too many times. <laughs> but yeah, he delivered. And uh, but yeah, if you're here because of him. I hope you like the episode um, and that you stick around. You know, I hope you, at least you watch the next one, which it's gonna be. It was a blast as well. I'm gonna put that on the t-shirt. It was a blast. Uh, but yeah, I hope you stick around. Uh, we have a lot of fun here. The Fellowship of Fandoms is welcome to everyone from all walks of life. You know, all genders, all religions. It just it doesn't matter. You know, your person. And if you're a good person, this is a place for you. We, we we are very welcoming and we just want to geek out together. That's the the point of this podcast, the point of our community. We just want to geek out. So yeah, um, without further ado, I'm going to leave you with Luke so that he can introduce himself. And that's actually to where the, this is going to cut to directly after the intro because... Um, As I said, I was having microphone problems, so that's why I just leave um, 
Um, I edited the podcast and it starts from where he starts to talk and introduce himself. Unfortunately, um, I didn't get any audio on my part at the beginning, but it, it's no matter, you know. Uh, but yeah, uh, without further ado, thank you for tuning in. I hope you stick around and the rings of power, everyone. I am one third of the Pod Ones or the Pod Ones podcast. Um, uh, kind of about myself, I've been a nerd for a very long time. Uh, I am a Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, uh, some anime uh, fan. So I've been, I've been a nerd my entire life. It's never really gone away. Um, so I'm. No, it's not a phase. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's definitely a lifestyle. Um, so I got into the Lord of the Rings because of the Peter Jackson films. And I feel like that's like the most common thing. Uh, either that or reading The Hobbit in school is another one that is very common for most people. Um, but it was really the Peter Jackson films and then kind of discovering Tolkien talk kind of got my juice is going again for doing uh lord of the rings content and stuff like that so yeah that's that's kind of my story uh you can find uh me and my other co-hosts uh harris productions and char char j every thursday night uh nine no eight thirty is eastern standard time uh where we're talking about rebels star wars rebels right now um and we're in season four three so we only have like i think we'll be done with rebels just as ahsoka is coming out um so yeah we will be uh we'll still be doing that but uh we will be doing like a kind of like a uh format change so it'll be kind of more like what you do with with like interviews or having people want to talk about a certain subject uh but it's going to be a lot more informal whereas the podcast now is kind of structured a little too much uh so but yeah that's uh, that's where you guys can follow me uh at the pod ones on pretty much all social media tiktok twitter instagram uh twitch youtube uh but yeah awesome man i'll be i'll be sure to plug it and and tag it into anywhere i can and uh also yeah to follow up on on that bit that you said the when i was doing the podcast before it was i think too structured like i yeah. I was like too focused or or obsessed even on the whole outline. Like we gotta we gotta get these certain questions out of the way to make it work, and then then I wanted to implement like a time limit because the first few episodes were like they were really long, and then I wanted to do like a limit because I was like they were too long. It just it never yeah. seemed to work. But um, trying something new here. And no, yeah, absolutely. About yeah. me, wow. How, I got into Lord of the Rings the same way, um, but I was a kid. I was like maybe four years old, two years old. Yeah. Got into yeah. the movies and they became my whole personality. 
I mean, oh yeah, I've been that's, obsessed. That's, that's how it starts. Yeah, that's how it starts, and it never ends. It just gets like increasingly worse or or better, <laughs> depending who you're asking. Right? For me, it's better. It just got better. <laughs> yeah, no, no, absolutely. I mean, if you think about, it, I think we're about the same age, uh, right? I'm 24. I'm about okay, so I'm a little older. Than, I'm like, I'm four years older than you. Okay. So during that time, uh, so. In the early, late '90s, early 2000s, right? Right. You had Phantom Menace come out, then you had Fellowship come out, then you had um, uh, Two Towers come out, then you had Attack of the Clones, uh, Return of the King, and Revenge of the Sith. There was a th- there was two year there was a two there was a two year gap in between Return of the King and Revenge of the Sith. So, growing up as a kid, like. My first ever movie, like actual movie, was Phantom Menace. That was the first ever what movie. My mom, yeah, my mom took me as like a four or five year old to go see Phantom Menace, which started my whole. I mean, I had I had seen the uh, the original trilogy on on special edition on VHS, and uh, it was before DVD, before right. DVDs existed. <laughs> like they like those things were just becoming cool. Yeah, that qualifies. Uh, You're old school. That qualifies. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm technically in the millennial. I just squeaked by as a millennial. So, um, but no, yeah. So, like, that age of just growing up and seeing the prequel trilogy and then the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Not to mention the video games, I imagine. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, right? I, I, my, my, okay. So, my two favorite games uh, when I was growing up, number one was Battlefront 2, the 2005. Yeah. But closely behind is the Return of the King video game. I think the Return of the King video game is one of the best uh, uh, movie to video game adaptations. adaptations. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. But I did you ever play the third age like Lord of the Rings, the third age? No, I didn't because it's like uh, turn based. Yeah, it's 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 I don't and I've never played uh, Lord of the Rings online because I'm not like a. RPG type of oh okay player. Yeah, you, you know what I mean like like I never really got into WoW I never really got into like civilization like the civilization playing but like but like I'm not gonna knock anybody for doing it like that's that's cool if you guys do it like no, no, awesome. it's not your thing that's fine <laughs> yeah but I did so, play Battlefront two I was obsessed oh, with that game I play I played dude. every map I I remember From, Tatooine when you could use the the heroes versus villains thing. Oh, I remember going went... on top of the like the wall around the yes. hangar. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yeah. yes. So uh, we would always, as a kid, because it was on PlayStation Two. Yeah, and we played it on PlayStation Two, and, and and we'd spend hours, hours. We'd play games of Galactic Conquest. Um, but like uh, I heard that so- you can do it for Xbox. But I heard Sony is going to remaster their the PSP version and put it on PS5 and PS4. Oh shit! For people to play. Awesome. So I will be playing. I will be playing that for a while. So now I just need them to do Return of the King, and then I'll have the. Oh, whole I Return hope so, man. You know, and and I have to to come clean because I feel like sort of an imposter. I I don't know. If I actually ever finished the Return of the Game video game, like I remember getting to the really? Black Gate, I just oh. I can't recall if I ever did beat it because I, I remember get, all the get, trouble that that I had. 
Did you? Uh, was it Shelob's lair? No, no. I think I. I think I remember doing that. Was Shelob's lair before the Black Gate? So the way the way it was set up, right, is that you had the middle was Aragorn in in the Hunter story, mm-hmm. the left side was Gandalf's story, and then the right was Sam, Frodo, and Frodo. And Gollum, right. So like you could do like connection, like connect, like you could do all of the like you could do all of Gandalf, then do all of Aragorn's, and, and then or or do all of Sam, like you could do it in any order and zigzag as well, they, right? I, I think I remember that. Uh, yeah, you could, but to get to Mount Doom, you have to beat uh, the Black Gate, and you have to be Shelob's Lair to move forward. Oh, I see. So you have so so the three missions that are all connected. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so Gandalf's is kind of mm-hmm. like it, like you have to get it to you have to beat his last level to go to the Black Gate, but like it doesn't really have like a huge bearing on it um so but yeah then you go to mount doom and you play as frodo because you're not able to play as frodo at all throughout the entire campaign you're not and no you play as sam wow i remember playing as sam but i I thought i had a choice no which wow you only had a chance you only had a choice once you beat the game and then you got mary pippin and faramir right so 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 um, I, then I just, must have beat it because I I remember playing as Faramir. Then yeah, then, then I must have beat it. Yeah, yeah. Or oh no, I mean not Shelob's Lair. Kirith Ungol was the last uh mission for just Sam. And okay. let me tell you, Kirith Ungol, my favorite my favorite uh missions in that game, the South Gate, the Southern Gate, mm-hmm. where you could just like go ham and get like two hundred three hundred kills. <laughs> Um and then uh, Kirith Ungol because you just like you you just wreck shop when you do that after you beat it with Sam, like you just basically become Legolas and you get the infinite arrows cheat code and you just Whoa. shoot arrows. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Wow. So that was that was what I did as a kid. Uh, same and... here, man. Same here. I played like for the like my forming years. From like one to maybe seven or eight, I played Return of the King, Battlefront Two, and then Third Age, like all Lord of the Rings, all Star Wars. And then did I you remember... ever play the Two Towers? Yeah, I did. Two Towers was, I, I think it's underrated, and it's, it's it was not super as good hard. As... Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a lot. King. I would agree with that. Yeah, it was, it was a lot harder, but I will say that, like, like from, and and it's funny because it's like. Even from book adaptation to store to movie adaptation, like people always ask me, "Oh, how accurate is it to the books?" I mean, it's not completely accurate because right. if you were going by complete accuracy, Mir- uh, Minas Morgul, all of that that happens in the Return of the King movie is it happens in the Two Towers. Two Towers, yeah. Um, because you're left off with Frodo, like like Sam reaches Frodo. And realizes that he's dead, and then he kill he he defeats Shelob, and Shelob like runs away, and then obviously his like their their whole story starts in Kirith Ungol and Return of the King and 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 onward. So I mean it's not as accurate, but I will say that the extended editions for those for that trilogy are as close as you're gonna get to the right. to faithful adaptations to. 
the three bucks. Yeah, that's what people oftentimes and and most often than not than not really don't get that you can't do a page by page adaptation of a book. It just it can't be done. No nope. one. It would take forever. Right. Holy to... shit. I mean, Fellowship of the Ring would be like eight hours. Exactly. Because that... Tolkien, Tolkien does nothing but fucking describe, describe and add uh, background and lore uh, to every single uh, thing. I mean, uh, we love him for it, but also we want to see what happens next. And so exactly. we wouldn't be able to do that in the movies. And number two, like a lot of those things don't translate to film, no. like to the screen. It just they they don't. And that nope. that brings me to my next question. And it's like. And to get on the topic, right? What did you think about the Rings of Power as a whole? As a whole, I loved it. I loved Bottom it. Bottom line, you loved it. I loved it. Um, did it have some problems? Yes, but like, what does my thing is? My my thing is with critiquing, like, <laughs> you you okay? People, and this is with any media, mm -hmm. right? They will a the most common thing use regurgitated uh, YouTube channels that are negative and will just yeah. reuse they, they won't these people won't have thoughts of their own no right? they memorize it and then they just spew it at everything doesn't matter if it's yeah. not even the same context they just spew it yeah it's, it's 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 I mean not to kind of get off topic but I've had to deal that I've had to do that I've had to deal with that with obi-wan um and there come in people, a lot of people's complaints and just being like, hey, like, you do know a lot of these problems are explained in the lore itself or like just kind of letting go of reality a little bit and not being too old, oh, not my not my stuff because and this is where it ties in. Like a lot of people had a problem with the way Galadriel was portrayed in this first season. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Well. Here's here here's the kicker. Tolkien didn't really write much for her in the Second Age. She's not she like a main focal point. No, she basically is around. She's around when all of these events happen in the Second Age. Right, but she's so far removed. They basically take her from like what she was in the First Age, and they put her. They put that Galadriel in to this into the show, like her being the commander, being a badass. Which I personally really, really enjoy, because if you look as if you look at her character arc as a whole, and I and I've been meaning, I, I've been meaning to do a long form video on the on the channel about this, but like the way her character development from beginning to end is so well done, yes. it's so well done, because when we first get introduced to her, right, she she has these motivations. Finrod dies. Finrod, I have to take on Finrod's, uh, uh, his will, basically, right? Mm. And we see her kind of being a little too aggressive. And then when she gets to Numenor, which is my favorite, episode three was my favorite. Uh, well, it it's up there, but Numenor as a as a civilization is my favorite. Right. I I love the Numenorians. I love because they are the ancestor of my favorite character, Aragorn. Aragorn's Aragorn. my favorite character. Aragorn's my favorite Aragorn. character too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So seeing Elendil and in Isildur. Did you mean? I'm sorry. It, it's an honest mistake. It happens a lot. Did you mean Elendil? Elendil. 
Dilf, as in Daddy at Light Two. Oh yeah, 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 Daddy. I mean, oh, sorry. Uh, um, yeah. uh, but no, yeah, yeah, like, uh, but no, but you, you see, she starts to realize that, especially in episode seven, uh, seven, uh, seven, yeah, after the volcano goes off, yes. she's with Theo, and Theo right. acts like she did in the beginning of the season, single minded, like, focused on the, yeah, yes. And she is able to open up. She she talks about Celeborn. She talks about um like uh, dancing like in the meadow and all that. She yes. she becomes vulnerable and actually yeah. recognizes that there's more than just her mission, or rather Finrod's mission, right? Well, and the fact that she she realizes that a lot of these things that have happened are because. She was single-minded. Yeah. She pushed too far. She pushed Halbrand. Remember? She pushed Halbrand into yeah. wanting, into going back to the Southlands. Like, if she wouldn't have done that, I mean... Probably he, Sauron remains. Sauron stays well, in Numa for mean, a little it, bit longer. It doesn't happen as which, fast. Which, which, I mean, also could have made sense. Mm -hmm. Instead of him getting captured eventually, which will probably happen... In right. the second season, right? Um, uh, <laughs> I like I expecting Halbrand to be Sauron. Like I that you were? I wasn't. I right. didn't expect him to be Sauron. I, but like, like when, everything yeah. pointed to the fact that he was. Yes. But I just I didn't want it to believe it. Obvious. Yeah, exactly. it was too obvious. It was right? too obvious. Right. Yeah. And like I made that bet with New Beta. And oh, he was adamant in the fact that he that he was Sauron. I remember. <laughs> so I had to change my name to Shell Ones. Uh, <laughs> did for a you week. do that? Yeah. Yeah, I did it, and I <laughs> uh, well uh, in that finale episode, I was in Don Marshall's uh, Twitter space, right? And uh, like that's how me and Don got to be somewhat close. He's to um, blame for for me getting the sword. He was on my podcast. Really? Yeah, he was on my, on my podcast, and along with Silmar Emily and uh, and Ace Condor, he used to do content, and we just started like like showing off our our collectibles, uh, our books, and all that. And he just went to his room, came back with the sword on his hand, and yeah. I was like, "Fuck, yeah. I have to get yeah. that." And I got it like a yeah. month later. Yeah, I am. I just you know like. Tolkien, the Tolkien community is crazy, but I mean, like, it, yeah. But getting back to Rings of Power, like, with Galadriel specifically, mm. like, I love, and then the final step for her is letting go and melting down that dagger. Right. That has been, that was a focal point to her character from the very beginning. Yep. And the way she was able to let go of that is it was a huge milestone for her. Yeah, which is how we are going to get her closer to Kate Blanchett's Galadriel. Yeah, Galadriel, and and I think people were kind of taken aback that she wasn't like book Galadriel in the Second Age and 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 obviously Kate Blanchett in the Third Age, 
but we also have to remember they don't have the rights to the Semerillion, which covers most of the second age. Mm-hmm. They have the appendices, the uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy, and the Hobbit. Those are the only things that they are able to touch anything of. And that's my biggest gripe with not the show itself, but the fans who just don't get it. Right. They they act as if that Amazon is like is, willingly, is shorting them. Is right. shorting them. Exactly. They don't realize that that the Tolkien estate is one of the hardest estates to, to negotiate. With. With. Right. Yeah. Because they are, and and rightfully so, the man. Christopher and and Jarrow Tolkien are like they're the biggest reasons why we have what the why fantasy is the way it is, mm-hmm. you know, and like I understand that they are very protective of that, and rightfully so. Yeah, rightfully so. so. Like, so people are just like jumping down Amazon's throat, like, oh, these they don't know anything about Tolkien. Like, have you heard the story of Emily and all them going out there? To London, when they got invited. No, no, I haven't. When Don uh, knew better, uh, Emily got flown out to London. Yeah, for, for to watch uh, the, the two the first two episodes. Yeah, it, well, not the first two episodes. The they got they've got behind the scenes stuff. Was it? And in and in this was like seven months before the show was going to come out. Yeah, I kind of remember so that. It was, so it was still kind of like. They Willie talked to them and was like, "Hey, this is what I'm afraid of," and the showrunners were like, "We understand that. Here's what we're going to try to do." And that is like the, these guys, and you could tell from the San Diego Comic Con panel that these guys live and breathe Tolkien. Even the actors, like, would, like have you listened yes. to Morfitt Clark on the interviews? Uh, what? One little flex. Um, she actually fo- actually follows the podcast on Instagram. She does the Part One's yes. podcast. Wow, man! Just you gotta flex that. No, yeah, I. Um, wow. I think it's because I knew I because I had new beta on something and I tagged him in it, and she's made she's by extension. Close. Yeah, but yeah, you gotta take it. it. No, it's for you, man. It's for you, dude. It's it's still wild to me, man. It's wow. crazy. Like here, here. I see the the third one. Oh no no. Oh more that's more fit Clark Clark her following list. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then ones, the me, pop ones. Dawn, Dumbetta. Yeah. Wow, yeah, man. It, that's a huge it, flex. It, dude, it, it it when that happened, I was like what? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! She follows Daisy Ridley. Oh, are she does. More fit, are, yeah, we're we gonna get more uh, fit Clark. Or Daisy Ridley in the Rings of Power. I'll take either one. I'll take both because I'm greedy. I want both, preferably. Yeah. I want. I want both. But <laughs> I, I used to no, joke I... around saying that I met Morfit Clark by extension because I know um, Lauren does cosplay. You know? Do you know who she is? Mm-hmm. She cosplayed her. Where she was on my podcast yeah. to talk Game of Thrones, and she's like, she's very nice and all. But then she met Morfit Clark, right? But then yeah, I know, because I know Lauren. To, yeah, because she uh, went to uh, she went to London. Yeah, for the premiere, right? 
I think yeah. so. Or New York. No, it was New York. She did New York for the premiere, but I don't know if she went to like that event with uh with Dawn and 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 Emily. Oh well, no, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. For for San Diego. Well, they also did San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, I the think panel. She, she she went to that. Her. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's where she met because they had that uh, whole like gathering for San Diego Comic Con. Right, with the cast, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They did that, but yeah, I was joking around. Like, I met Morphe Clark because I know Lauren. So by extension, I mean, yeah, I've exchanged words with the person that exchanged words with her. I'll take that for now. For now, yeah. Would if if Morphe Clark could play anybody in Star Wars, who would it be? Wow. Um, help me. Have you you, you have gotta you, help me out. Give me an era. Have you, have you have you read the High Republic? I have not, man. I've tried. I've, I've got like three bo- three of the books right Light here of the, that I have. Light, Light of the Jedi. She's Avar Chris. Avar Chris. She's Avar Chris. Avar Chris. Okay. Let me Hold look on. her up. Let me look her up on my phone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Avar Chris. I want. I want to visualize it. Avar Chris. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is the one. Oh, I'm sorry, man. My camera's like the blonde one. My camera's far away. Is it the blonde one? The blonde woman with the yes, yes, with the green lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. That's Morphid Clark. She could play the. Now. She could play the fuck out of it here. Hold on. There yeah, that's the picture I was seeing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. There we go. No, but yeah, that's who I would. That's who, that's who I would cast her as. Wow, I don't and, know. And and it wouldn't and it wouldn't be much different than her playing Galadriel now, to be honest. Is she similar, like the the type of uh, personality, so very to speak? Very much, very much, very very much. So I mean, it's 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 yeah, wild. To to just a, like a little something on Star Wars, how do you feel about the whole Star Killer thing in canon? And I don't mean like like I don't mean like an like a, a super accurate um adaptation. Obviously that would never work. Uh, it's a Galen Merrick story. Exact that, sure. that yes. Sure. Yes. Star, That's what I was Star going Killer, to Starkiller, Star no. Because right. because it's just like um it's just like Cal and Jedi Fallen Order, right? Um yeah. people are afraid that if you bring in Cal He's too powerful because of what he does in the video game. Which, A, it doesn't really make sense that people are, are making that excuse. It's a video and game. It's a video game. It, it's it's not supposed to um it's it, it's like it, it's it's not supposed to be like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like whereas Star Killer, he's like insanely overpowered. <laughs> yeah. Like he takes Vader to the brink of death. He faces off with the Emperor. Like no Not one very can many do that. Teams. No, no, but nobody except for Luke could do that. And I, in my personal opinion, I think he is one of the most overrated characters in all of Star Wars. You know, I agree with that. But on the same hand, I feel like he's one of the most overhated characters. And I and I mean because yeah. I understand like I um. Um, JJ, like the JJ, the Dragon Lady, she she said this yeah. thing. I think uh, it was a tweet. She said that uh, both Star Killer and the Great Jedi like broke some people's brain, right? And Holy I and I agree with that. Shit. I I one hundred percent agree. 
Oh God! Can we just put that motherfucker to bed? Oh, man, I that I, was I, never canon. That was never canon. Like people that say that it was can that that it was canon, completely dog shit. Completely dog shit. There we go. That's better, dude. Um. The Star Wars fandom, you just they just recycle conversations. Like in a couple of months, we're gonna go back to the whole Ray isn't a Skywalker. Then we're gonna go back to the whole the maneuver. It just, I, I feel it would it will never end. It hasn't. Like my thing is, it's like I don't engage in that because I've been blocking people, man. I've been I've I've just been blocking people. Yeah. And my no. feet has just become, and I don't wanna like give any promotion or marketing to these people but you know who they are the couple the yeah. the the couple of uh, oh, yeah. youtube bros yeah i the toxicity that they bring to the fandom it just i was that was all i saw i blocked them i blocked both of them right it was like a cleanse for my feet yeah yeah it's nice i used to see but then they, but then, but then they end up on your feet anyway because people right, like people to, share people it people like to, to to dunk on them but yeah but but it's not the same man it's it's just a breath of fresh air well and i mean i here's the thing like everybody before rings of power were like yeah the tolkien community is so great there's not a whole lot of toxicity and then those posters the day those posters went online holy shit did that that changed everything right uh, you know and when i did the lord of the rings episode we talk about that very same thing about the beauty yeah. and the camaraderie and the like the whole fellowship aspect to the talking community because they had nothing to complain about nothing right because they in the forums back then they complained about stuff but they didn't like the racist and the misogynist and all of that they didn't have a it, reason because it wasn't prevalent then exactly because because people of color and women and female characters and all that they weren't in the forefront exactly so they had no reason to be so active about it but like you're saying when those posters came out i was like oh it was was like broken it was like somebody had just like taken their mask off yeah it's it and and here's the thing right and this is what i said when i when i was on voices of art uh for the first time with with new and cow i go to be honest star wars has made has prepared me for moments like this <laughs> because yeah. it's like a never-ending door right you yeah. know there's always something that people talk about there's always something that it never like, ends there's always a jackass that likes to say the n-word and say say that they don't belong in star wars or lord of the rings and it's just like that's that's not the world that we are in today. Mm-hmm. That's just not acceptable in the world that we are in today because it's we want to be more inclusive of of everyone, and people make it hard because of the things that they do. Mm-hmm. And my whole thing is is that our mm-hmm. channel, our Mike, the community that I have built, is going to be for everyone. It doesn't matter. If Same for the five. Yeah, yeah, but uh, black, uh, um, just anybody from people of color, uh, non-binary folks. Like I, I don't care about that. I don't care about that. Like I don't. It doesn't My matter. My thing is, is whether it's whether you are a good fucking person at the end of the day or not. Right. 
not none of that stuff matters and it, it no, not that it, it doesn't matter, matter in the fact that it in the in the sense that it doesn't like bear any meaning because of no, course it, yes, does. it does it does but, yeah uh, but it doesn't it shouldn't affect your view or, yeah. you, or your opinion of anyone no because... absolutely not like some of the nicest people are are in Dude, the community. Why do you care are, how many shits I take in a day? How yeah. who I fuck, what I like to do in my spare time, like what what I want to watch. None of that stuff matters. It's the same for everything. If it doesn't yeah. affect you or affect you, then you should just mind your own fucking business. It's that simple. No, I <laughs> no, I agree. No, I absolutely agree. It but just, like, wow. Yeah. I, yeah, but like, can you? Yeah, it's it's wild. I wrote an article right, right around that time about oh, how. Oh yeah, that's how I that's that's how I first uh, caught on so. to you. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was the like the title was "Lord of the Rings is for everyone." Oh and, yeah, yeah. I remember reading that. So it's just simple. Per, it was so well done. But it's so. it sounds so simple, right? Lord of the Rings is for everyone. Like if you love Lord of the Rings, you're a fan, and it's for you. It's simple. Yeah. The hate I got because of that, dude, death threats. I got like people like creating like multiple accounts to come after me. The, you know, I try to like, like brush it off, right? Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. These people, I'm doing this for the people that matter, right? There, there are a yeah. lot of people that reached out to me. They want to hear that. Yeah. They needed to hear that, right? Absolutely. And so I don't regret it. But, but that, that was when, like, when I faced, when I hit the wall, right? Yeah. Like people these fans they're I don't they're know man fans. it's they're not, they're not fans. They're not fans. They're, they're not, not fans. fans. They do not they do not hold the same that they do not hold the same values as Tolkien. Right. Or Lucas. That's I lost it but that, that was what I was going to say. Um yeah. Um one of the people replied to my article saying that Tolkien would be rolling in his grave. And this was one of like a thousand comments of, or, or replies of the same in the same vein, right? A lot of people said this, the very same thing, but I just I, I just replied to this one, and I said, "Do you honestly think that he would?" And he was a hundred percent. They're like dishonoring his content. They're like dragging it through the mud. And I said, "Do you think that talking the man who who emphasized fellowship, the bond of fellowship above all else, right? Doesn't matter if you're a hobbit, an elf, of course, in the movies and." they're all white but that doesn't translate on the on the pages right nope. different races there's a there's a reason for that hobbits elves dwarves men it doesn't matter from where you come from they forced a bond of fellowship that just it overcame it all right in the end it prevailed and that's the story of talking fellowship fellowship yep. wins at the end of the day do you honestly think that that man Okay, the the world he grew up in, uh, maybe racism was more normalized. Maybe uh, yeah. POC and women they didn't have the same rights, and maybe he was yeah. influenced by that. That's possible. But in today's yep. era, if he lived today and he saw everything that's going on, if he saw everything that we're fighting for, do you honestly believe that he would not just go, "Oh man, you know I should have done better." That's fine. You can make as many black characters or Latino characters or any changes that you want, because I understand that's what he would yeah. say. Well, well, and the fact is, here's the other thing. If you want to get technical with these assholes, he's the one that sold the rights, right? If he really, if he really cared about the content and wanted it his way, 
He wouldn't have sold the rights back in the 1960s. To cash out, right? He cashed out. People, yeah. And I mean, his his sons, his son's a little, Christopher is a little bit more problematic. (laughs) He was. (laughs) J.R. Tolkien. May he rest in peace, but yeah, he was. Yeah, he was very much more. I mean, they can't even do anything with the Cimmerillion until 96 years after his death. And we're in the 90s. It's public domain. It's public domain until 96 years after he has been dead. Think about that. We can't get the we 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 can't get any first age stuff. I don't know that I knew that. I, I knew not, I knew that they had some stipulations, but I, I didn't know that that it was ninety six years. You said so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's what I've heard. I don't know if that's confirmed or not, but that's what I've I've heard. I've read at some articles that it, they could be wrong. Who knows? But to, uh, Christopher was very, very. Very protective, especially of Baron and Luthien, because obviously that's the story that his father wrote about his mother. Right, like like their relationship it, and all that. Yeah, relationship. I mean, if you go to Oxford and you go to his grave, it says here lies uh, Baron and Luthien. Did you go to like, when you were in in, in England? I, I didn't. I didn't. We 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 didn't have time. But um, maybe that'll be the another trip when I'm older. As good excuse as any. Um. No, like that story means more to the Tolkien estate than than anything. Right. And and I totally I get that. I get that. But I feel like money always talks, man. Money always talks. Unfortunately. I, I mean, but like how it, Amazon is handling it though? Like uh, do I like Jeff Bezos? What do you mean? Absolutely absolutely fucking not. I don't like Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Who but, does, right? But but he's giving me Lord of the Rings content when we haven't had Lord of the Rings content in over fifteen years at that point, yeah. or twenty years at that point. So like to get Rings of Power to bring this back full circle, I I think it's something that the Tolkien community absolutely needed, and I think everybody can have their own opinion and have their own gripes. I'm not saying that they can't, but let's not act like the original trilogy didn't have flaws and didn't have criticisms when it first came out as Absolutely. well. So my whole thing with fan, and this is a fandom thing across the fucking board. Okay. Be consistent with your takes. <laughs> yeah. Be consistent with I'm your with takes. You. I can pull out. I can, I can. I can call I can tell if you're being a fucking racist or being a misogynist. Right. Because for example, let's 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 talk about like like um uh for example, uh Galadriel's headstrong and and does and does things recklessly. But like if Aragorn were to do that, they would call him badass. Right. I mean, like Thorin, when he, like, Thorin Oakenshield did that, and people loved him yeah, for it. Thorin, yeah, yeah, Thorin, yeah, yeah, exactly. Thorin, like, like, oh, so it's okay. It's 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 a it's double being standard. Consistent. It's yeah. being consistent. Be consistent with your critiques because, like, people always, always, especially in Star Wars, harp on how how they think Ray is a Mary Sue 
uh, and I'm putting this in quotations if this is for audio. I'm <laughs> yeah. putting this. She's not a Mary Sue. She's never been a Mary Sue. That's what misogynists say to cover up their misogyny. Um, like she knows how to. They're like, but she knows how to pilot the Falcon. She's never flown it before. Like she's literally said that she's worked on the Falcon for Uncar yes. plot. She's literally. She is scavenging around uh, Star Destroyers, X-Wings, uh, AATs, um, uh, like, she knows like her way all around. these things. Like, she knows how to fly. She doesn't know how to fly in space. She's never really been to space before. And we That's very adamantly clear when they do make it to space because she's just like, what, what the fuck's going on? Right. But this isn't, like... But then they won't critique Luke in the X-Wing. For the you know what I mean? For destroying the Death Star on his first time flying in space. Yeah, like what? Like, like well, guess, yes, yeah. He, like, like, yeah, he's, he says, oh, yeah, this is just like, it'll just be like uh, uh, shooting Womp Rats in my T-16 back home. But like <laughs> a T-16 is not, it does not have the same. It does not have the same uh, maneuverability. It does not have the same controls. It's a completely different vehicle than what he is flying in the X-Wing. Right. So please be consistent. And if this is, and if, if anybody in your audience, which I highly doubt, a lot of your audience are probably the same as our audience. So these people probably have media literacy and are able to take fandom with a grain of salt. But please make your takes consistent to to who you are as a person, because you can smell bullshit a mile away. Just be you, consistent. Man. You're preaching, preaching to the choir. I know what you're saying. It just it, and you know the the, the worst thing about it is we have to keep saying it. That's the worst thing because. I just realized this the other day. We've been having the same conversation on TikTok, right on the TikTok community, about the about every Star Wars gripe that people have for over before the the pandemic started, before yep. COVID. We've we've just been going in circles. It's just it's baffling, man. And I wanna I wanna turn back back to the um rings of power for a second. Yeah, I just want to ask you something. Let me share my screen. If you can just um, let me like watch stream. Let me see here. Just I'm having so much trouble seeing, man. I don't know if you saw the message. I changed my monitors around because um I wanted to be able to like see from far off, and I just oh yeah. Are you able to see now? Yeah, 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 I can see. Perfect, yeah, man. We're all set. Linden, man. Linden, I like, and like, rings of power. Just the scale of of bro, the detail that went into everything. Yeah, I mean, look at look at Valinor. That first fucking shot, it the it trees, almost brought me to tears. I I I was in tears. My wife, um. I remember we went to Wendy's, right? Because I, I, I'm a big fast food dude. Man, uh, I like yeah. fast food, junk food. I'll take that over a, a five-star restaurant any day of the week, right? And so mm -hmm. that was the Rings of Power premiere. And I said, I want to eat something that I like. We went to Wendy's. We, we bought like 
two three combos um i just i wanted to to have like a feast right i mean i've been waiting yeah. for this day for for years upon years and yep. i remember just crying my wife looked at me and and she she like put her hand on my shoulder and she was like are you crying <laughs> and i was like oh you don't know what i'm feeling me. you don't know what i'm it, feeling oh. right now yeah it just that's how that's how the obi-wan kenobi series was for me I, I will else. say I will say I will say I will say Rings of Power definitely brought me it, it, I didn't cry but it was just very I I had a I there wasn't a moment where I was not grinning ear to ear. <laughs> yeah. It just I but I understand that you know cuz in Rings of Power even though even though everything is familiar in a sense we we have we don't actually know it, right? We we we're never touching, actually ha- yeah exactly. We yeah, never saw Has a Doom, or 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 Linden or Eregion. We we knew about all of it, yeah. We never like formed a bond to any of it, so to speak. But Obi Wan, yeah. I mean Obi Wan, Anakin, Leia, uh, Anakin, Darth Vader, uh, however you choose to to call him. Um, we know these people, right? Yeah. We've been waiting for these people for for how however many years, and it just yeah. it hit different. I'm with you on that. It hit different. Yeah, it but definitely. I, did. I just it I want you to. I know you you just rewatched the series. I did as well. Oh, yeah. But oh, I just yeah. I want to know. I want you to look at them again. All um four or five of them, and just tell me. But which one do I like the best? Which one looks the best? Which one would you like to live in? Oh, a Numenor. It's not even close. It's Numenor. For both answers? Uh, I I will say okay, I mean, if I had to rank doom. If I if I if I had to rank them, oh jeez, look at that. Right. Look how beautiful <laughs> Numenor is. Look at that, man. Like wow. and, and Elros and Look at that. Look just, at that. Wow. I mean, I mean the the architecture right there. Like the the the, the 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 <laughs> yeah, way you look you, at the detail, the fucking detail. I mean, just right there as you're coming across that bridge, that's Minas Tirith. That is right. that is really Minas Tirith, and like it would go Numenor, Casadum, Linden, Eregion. I didn't really care for Eregion. You didn't. Eregion. I, I it's cool. I know it's <laughs> I. It's gonna be more interesting about how, exactly. like, how it's going to get destroyed, because it's. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the way it's set up is a like geographically, it's a little different than what it is in like how it's described in the book, um, because it's on water. It's it, not. It is in the from, books. I, I don't remember. I'm not sure. I, I can't. It's been a long time since I've read the Silmarillion. I didn't even finish but, the Silmarillion to be honest. Oh, I've read it four times and every single you time have? i learned so i've i learned something new every single fucking it, time uh, yeah i've heard it's one of those books and i just it is it's a I, it's a beast it's a beast it is a beast to handle right when i first started like i said i i became a fan of the lord of the rings movies first then the, yep. the hobbit movies came after all of the video games in between but then i just uh when i started reading because i didn't grow up reading a lot Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when I first started reading, I was like, okay, I'm going to get into Lord of the Rings first. Those are going to be the best books that I get into. <laughs> and I was like, 
wait i like things chronologically right and this applies to star wars oh. every time i do a, a a marathon or anything i like things chronologically it just okay. um it, it's a it's a whole thing with me and so i was like i'm gonna do the silmarillion first because it it comes first oh man that wasn't that... the right choice that wasn't the right no. thing to do it no was, how old I, were you how old were you were you when you started reading it i wasn't that young i was maybe um maybe 16 17 i was already in high school almost even, finishing even even 16 17 though that's... i mean yeah you gotta be 40 with 20 years yeah. of reading on your on your belt in order <laughs> in order to tackle that thing <laughs> or just have or just listen to dawn he did a he did a a, a read along right uh, an audio yep, thing. Yep, Summerlian Sundays. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, That's what got me back into reading it. And, I went to a couple uh, of those. It's 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 it, it the way he's able to explain things. I think is the is it makes it more consumable. That's his whole thing, right? I mean, yeah, he makes because Lord of the, the Rings Summerlian approachable. I mean, this is the newest edition of it. Oh man! But it's, oh, it's not. Mine's too far away. <laughs> it's not. It's it's not. It's not a small book by any means. What what version is that? I haven't this seen that one. Newest, this is the newest version. It uh, is? The illustration. Yeah, it's the one that recently that came out in 2022. Everybody it... was kind of like, uh... hold on, blurry again. Hold on. Let me see if uh, let me see if I can get my wife to to do me just one small favor, because um yeah man I got this yeah it looks awesome man I want that one it it looks beautiful, because um I did this whole new setup thing. I want that one man. Yeah, follow Numenor. I want. Uh, so, I got the so, I mean, fall of Gondolin. Get... I've got that one. Yep. I'm sorry, you were saying. Have all of the stories that they talk about in the, in the summer in in their own individual. I think my next one will probably be Baron and Luthien because that is one of my favorite stories. I have that I, one, I, and it's I actually read that one, and it is just it's the detail. It's the stuff that like the Cimmerillion touches on on these events, but doesn't give you details or deep dives. I I I see what you're saying. In just one moment, man. Dame el Gondolin. El paquete que te trae tres libros de la izquierda. Sí. Ese paquete entero el y el libro blanco y en el que están encima. I'm sorry, man, for switching lang languages. No, no, you're all good, man. No, I can kind of under. I I can I can kind of yeah. pick up all your. Esos tres, los tres, el paquete entero y en el que están encima. It's just yeah, I don't know if you knew that. I think you might I might have told you before I'm Puerto Rican. Yep. 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 And yep. so I do I just... do remember telling you telling me that. Yeah. You gracias. Thank you. Y mira, en el que estaban abajo. Sí, ese 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 nomás. Sí. I just want to be able to show off my my books. No, yeah, yeah I get I that. I just I did this whole like um I don't know, man. I just uh how do you call that? Um, man cave. Gracias. Man cave. Right. It, I try to make my own man cave and just um, the camera doesn't get all of it. I need to get like a new um, like a not a tripod but like a something to hook it up on the wall because I wanted to be able to get the whole wall. Uh, 
But I got the the Rings of Power poster right there, the House of the Dragon. I got these yeah. two, and nice. then um, but I want I want to be able to get more stuff. I got a, a lot of stuff that that, uh, that I want to be able to show off, right? Just oh, yeah. I'm, the, I'm the fellowship of fandoms, right? I like everything. I want the people people that to be able to translate whenever people yeah. see me. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But yeah, man. this is the the version that I have for the Silmarillion. That is the most. That's the that that's the big boy that uh it has a lot of the illustrations. Right, it does, and it's in bigger font, which helps. And that's I the first version that I got was like a like a mass paper get paper um paperback version, yeah. And it was like it was like yay big. It was really small. I I wasn't able to, and I'm blind. I'm blind so bad, man. I can't Uh see shit, and so. (laughs) <laughs> I, I was like, I can't get through this thing. First of all, I'm not being able to understand any of it, right? I need to be able to like analyze it and like just like take it in. Yeah. And so, and second of all, I can't actually see the words, so I needed a, a bigger version. I got this. Oh no, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, I want, yeah. Do you do you okay? So, do they sell paperbacks or do they sell books in Spanish? as well or is it mostly just english they i know that they do i haven't um so all of the media that i consume is in english okay unless gotcha. that unless that it's um that it wasn't originally made in english or recorded oh, okay. in english or whatever then I, i'll switch over to spanish but it just i like okay. to be able to like appreciate like the the well, how it was meant to be okay yeah exactly. that makes sense um, but yeah, I know that the Lord of the Rings books um, and the Silmarillion, uh, as well as the Hobbit, they all three of them came in. Uh, they made it in multiple languages, including Spanish, because nice. I I had a teacher in high school that as soon as she found out that I was Lord of the Rings, uh, Lord of the Rings uh, geek, and she found it fast yeah. because um, I mean that's all I talk about. Um, she yeah. was like, oh. And I have a copy in my in my in my classroom, and she showed it to me, and so yeah, they do make them in Spanish. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. It, yeah, it, it is. It, it, because I feel like in a lot of cultures, like, nerd fandom is, like, not very looked well upon. It is not. And even here in the, in like, the, I know in Spain, like, when you think of, of countries that speak Spanish, right, uh, the most prominent one is Spain. Um, yep. They have a, they have a more, a lot. How do how do I phrase this? They have a much bigger appreciation for the for different cultures for di- different cultures and different uh, genres in general, right? Fantasy, um, science fiction, like they they consume a lot of it, and they so it comes in a lot of languages, and they like they take yeah. advantage of that. But here in the Caribbean, like um, I don't know, man. Growing up, I didn't. I only met one kid in all of my school life. That that like Lord of the Rings, only one kid. That's crazy. That's it's it's. That's insane. I can't even comprehend that because yeah. whenever I went to the states and whenever I still go to the states, I have a I have a tattoo on my. I don't know if it, if you can see it the the Tolkien's oh, yeah, yeah, room yeah. with the the One Ring inscription on the yeah. around. Um, Absolutely. No one has ever said anything to me about it here in Puerto Rico. Whenever. Ah, Whenever yeah. I'm in the states, oh, even in the UK, when I went, people were like, "Oh, the One Ring inscription, oh, Lord of the Rings, oh, this and that." So, yeah. like, everyone knows. Like, even if it's yeah. just a little bit, not everyone has to be a geek, right? But everyone knows. 
Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it, it's like it's pop, it's pop, it's pop culture, man. Right. It, uh, it's bound to connect with somebody. Exactly. You but, know what I mean? But even then, it it is not so mainstream. Yeah. Lord of the Rings specifically, I mean, it is not as mainstream as Star Wars or or Marvel. No. Um, no. And so I think that's why people over here they perhaps because you you say anything Marvel and people will will just like like flock yeah flock I was gonna say swarm but yeah flock <laughs> people just flock and uh, anything Star Wars people when the Force Awakens came out here people just oh well I mean I, I mean, made it to the, it's... I made it in the news I was on the line that they used oh, nice. on the news because <laughs> it was that's so awesome. long I'm sorry what were you gonna yeah. say. Oh, uh, I mean, and also like having that representation though too, though with with um, Oscar Isaac, right? Was very, must have been very, must have been very important for you guys because I mean, think about it. There wasn't uh, there wasn't really any Latino a, characters out there, other than um, and most of them got a bad rap, like in most it, movies. They and just TV they shows, villainize yeah. us. Yeah, it's, it's it, wild. I mean, it's the so the whole cartel thing, to yeah. name one of the things, and and I mean, of course that exists, right? The cartel, they're a huge, they, the huge they're industry. they're ruthless. I mean, they're ruthless, and so of course whatever they do, it just it makes the news, right? It makes the front page yep. because it's that big. But I mean, we do a lot of other things. <laughs> We're no, not yeah. just drug dealers and, and executioners. Hard, hardest work, h- hardest workers, man. In the Hardest world, arguably, I mean, and that's, no, that has absolutely. has been going hey, around. Just, just look at Florida. Look what they're doing in Florida. Media is always catered to people that look like me. Mm-hmm. It has been for that. for over fifty years. Oh, it's been for longer since since plays have, since the first have been m- around. Right, yeah, like yeah, it's, the great point. Yeah, like it. They've always been fair, fairer skin. So it's it and, and fair that's just skin, not, whatever uh, that means, right? Fair yeah, skin, whatever yeah, what a, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Eye of the beholder, I guess. I, mean, I don't know, <laughs> but like, my thing is, is that everybody should feel welcome and also be represented. We should not have. We've had enough. The white people have had enough time and have had enough enough glory it's time to share the wealth share everything um to kind of bring it back to tolkien kind of what thorin promises and when he goes to lake town he's like i will i will open up erebor i will open up erebor and i will share all the riches of of my right with my kingdom with With the the people of lake town yeah and then and then he doesn't end up doing that because he gets dragon sickness, which white people, if I'm gonna make yeah, it, they do have, they do have it. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they say, "Hey, we'll promise you this," and then they don't do that. It just it it baffles me, man. And you know, I I have to come clean. I I even I even reached out to one of my mutuals recently. Um, growing up, I wasn't the most adamant on representation for uh for my people and, I, and i'm gonna say I, you know i think this is the first time that i say my people yeah i've been coming to terms with that because for a lot of things i didn't share in some of the uh the disadvantages of being a latino because um i yeah. mean i'm i'm 
pair of skin, whatever that means, right? Yeah. Uh, my hair is almost ginger. Um, I speak better. I'm, I don't speak perfect English, but I speak better English than, oh, it... than most people here. Um, yeah. Because um, I don't know. I, I made I made a really big effort because I didn't want people to know that I was Latino. And That's but growing tough. growing up, I just I knew that that I had to hide it. I knew that uh. Like when I whenever I went to the state the states I wasn't allowed to speak Spanish right and all of all of this was due to my father and and I didn't realize that on, up until now so when you said the that Oscar Isaac thing and then Pedro Pascal came and then yeah um, Pedro yeah absolutely Ismael Cruz Cordova right who plays Arondir yeah um yes. I was. I was like, why am I not feeling the same thing that everybody everybody around me is feeling? It's and because so, you've been desensitized to exactly, it. Exactly, and my dad. Hey everyone, uh, thank you for watching. If you made it this far, it means that you're enjoying yourself, right? You're engaged in the conversation. And um, I just wanna say thank you. And I also wanna ask you if, you, if you're having fun, if you're enjoying yourself, please just leave a like. Um, leave a comment, leave a review, hit that subscribe or follow button. It doesn't matter where you're watching from or listening. If you're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any of those things are going to help the podcast grow and reach more people, which is the goal. We want to keep doing this, right? We want to we wanna keep having fun. We want to be doing this um, with more of you. You know, we want to grow our community. So if you can and are able, please do. And let's keep having fun. Thank you. Yeah, um, he instilled a fear and a shame in me that wasn't, it wasn't really my own. Yeah. <laughs> now that, that I think about it, um, you know, I'm not ashamed of people knowing that I'm from Puerto Rico. I'm not ashamed no, of, of people <laughs> knowing that, I, that English isn't my first language. I'm not ashamed of people knowing that I might not know what they're saying because that's not my first language. You know, all these oh, yeah. things that, that I was taught that I needed to hide or, or anything, that wasn't really me. So, and, and or, that, that's the yes. thing that, that helped me through yeah. this to, to make the leap, right? Um, yeah. You know, that wasn't me. You know, I'm, I'm Latino. I'm proud yeah. to be Latino. And, and so representation does matter. Oh yeah, it absolutely matters. And, and, it, and it's, it's, it should be the forefront of a lot. I it mean, it, it is be, the forefront. Of, it, it, it's the forefront in a lot of movements here. I was so skeptical about the Harfoots when they when they were first first announced. I was like, yeah. this this is just a sheep knockoff of the Hobbits. They just want to keep that um, um, family sense of familiarity or whatever. Um, that familiarity alive. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, yeah. they just want to make it feel like Lord of the Rings, and and I was, I I was not looking forward to that, but as soon as that, the first two episodes, I was um, slightly optimistic, right? As yeah. soon as it kept pro progressing and it eventually ended, I understood that the Harfoots they just needed to be there because they are what keep talking alive in this story. They are fellowship, right? They they are the the closest um they are the glue right they are the, the glue. glue they're what they're what ties it all together and actually portrayed the bonds of fellowship that talking trend uh just writes about in all of its stories right fellowship uh, and, and i just I, I don't get tired of saying that the hardfoots equal 
fellowship and that's why they were so important and i wasn't able to see that up until the the show ended frankly in like the one gripe the one the, like the biggest gripe i would have is is um with that storyline in particular is the mithril because mm. i it having it be a simmeral kind of it, it feels it does, weird finish what talking any of Tolkien's works but it makes it really skeptical because it looks like you're having to drag you're you're having to use a Cimarill to explain why Mithril is the way it is instead of and this also goes back to them not having the rights to some things. They have to improvise. Right, right, right. And that's not and that's kind of something that you that I've had to think about. And Newbetta hated it. Absolutely hated I it. I remember that. And a lot and, and a lot of people did. And I'm like I I'm not the lore master of this universe. So to me, it was a little weird, but like it didn't take me out. Um the Balrog, understand why they did it, because they uh, wanted to foreshadow. They wanted to man, foreshadow things. That's one of the things that I was like, oh, why are they doing this? Because if it is Durin's Bane, like, oh, why so soon, man? I, you know, that did, I understand the appeal of a Balrog, right? They teased him in the, in the first teaser trailer. Yep, in the first trailer. People yeah. went nuts. And and so I understand that, but I mean it's just too soon. And I understand deviating from the lore. I understand you don't you know having the rights. I understand all of it, but that that bit it just it hit. I don't know. It rubbed me wrong. And I it brings me to my next question because um I mean we're basically talking about this. What are your biggest gripes with the show? Gilgalad. You hated him. You didn't like the portrayal. I. I my thing is, is that Gilgalad is supposed to be like I. I don't or understand. Well, he wasn't Gilgalad. He 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 wasn't Gilgad Daddy. He was Gilgad douche at most of the points. Most and, yeah. I'm... And like the fact, and the way the interactions between like Galadriel was very much dealt with as like an underling. When in when actual she returns war, to Lindon, yeah, she is very much. She's an elder. Her and Gilgalad, like I'm pretty sure Gilgalad is younger, a lot younger than Galadriel, and I know Elrond is for sure younger, younger, she, because yeah. it's it's it it just the way those interactions happened weren't. That rubbed me. The I think that's my biggest gripe is that the power dynamic. They, it was weird. The power they, dynamic they played it off really too. Work. I don't know, too casual and too condescending. I want to say I'm not sure. Um, yeah, it it was weird. I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you. I that would be my that'd be my biggest gripe. You know, what what would be a second one? It's just I had I have. I mean two. the harf. I mean the I mean I mean the harfoots. The harfoots. The harfoots. The, the harfoots. Like. But you came around to them, you said. No, right? no, I no, yeah. I have, I have, I, I still kind of stand by the fact of. I think they could have done more with the Harfoots. 
and not just use them as a, oh, here we go, back to the stranger. Is he Sauron? Is he Saruman? Is, is he, he Gandalf? Gandalf? Is he <laughs> is he the, the one of the blue wizards? Right. Is he like like that game? And then you have Halbrand. Is he Sauron? Is he the Witch King? Yeah. Like you know, I, I, one theory that I was on board with because I, I try to steer away from theories most most of the time because I, I mean, uh-huh. sometimes theories are right, and I want to be able to be surprised. Right? I don't know. If you know what I mean, and so, yeah. uh, so that was the case with this. But one theory that I heard, and I just I was like, man, I want this to be true. It was that Halbrand was actually the king of the dead, right? The one that Aragorn um, calls upon. Yeah, you didn't like that. But no, because Why? it didn't. It, it doesn't fit. But but it how so? But in... but. As much as anything is fitting in the rings of power, how do you mean that it that it doesn't fit? So that storyline takes place well after the last alliance of elves and men. When Isildur calls upon the the dead, yes. When he calls upon the the men of the mountain, mm-hmm. that is well after um the last alliance. It's like it's like it's like after the last alliance, and I think Isildur is like what, hundred and fifty years old. I think it is. I mean, um, but they are compressing a lot of it. They are, but I just don't. I just it I, doesn't. I, it, I see it, what it, you're it, saying. I I see what you're saying. Like it's it, it, it's it, the same. It with, doesn't make sense. I, but, it's like it's like forcing. It's like forcing that storyline on top. Like it. Why why force something on top when you could make something else up? You I know? you know yeah, what I mean? I'm with you, but and and the so other one, I'm being hypocritical. One, no. Right. What? The other one is that oh he's gonna be like the first king of Rohan. Not even fucking no, close, uh, no. my guy. <laughs> I wasn't on board no. with that. No. <laughs> no. Like, like they don't even exist. Like those men don't even fight, right? In the last alliance, they're not in the picture. Not even close. They're not. No, they're so far fucking up north that it doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But what what I was gonna say is that I, I'm being a bit hypocritical, but like the whole the king of the dead or the 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 mountain men not fitting in the timeline. Is pretty on par with the Balrog. That no, that no, that's fair. So, that, so if you want to compress and do stuff, that's right? Because and Isildur's age, right, and Aadian. So, so much of it is like yeah. they are compressing it. And I understand, right? You can't introduce main characters every season. Like it doesn't work. You might add one character, maybe two, if you got multi, maybe even more if you got multiple storylines. But like to introduce whole casts in their own right every single season. I mean, they're 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 kind of doing that. They're going to do that. I'm afraid they're going to do that. Yeah, they are. But I hope. Like, um, have you have you looked at the le- Have you heard of the leaks for? I'm, I'm trying two? to stay away as away from them as I can. Yeah, so am I. But they just they're they, pushing them uh, in my yeah through my throat. Huh? Yeah. 
But yeah, right. if they wanted to, it could make sense. I mean, as much sense as, as it would have, as it can. But I'm with you. You know, I, I just, I want to help Brent ultimately, ultimately, to be an original character, to be just uh, like an, a sort of anti-hero. You know, just a mortal man who wasn't, who was basically the opposite to Aragorn, right? Because mm -hmm. Aragorn, he bears that, um, that weakness or that, that tainted bloodline thing in him and he rises above and i wanted um i wanted halbrand to to kind of walk that same path but just to fall short yeah. right he wasn't able to yeah. rise above just above the the which, current which kind of happens yeah it kind of happens. happens but i mean but he, it, he fits he fits the uh he fits sauron though Think about it, in retrospective, and I, you know, I hated Halbrand and Sauron so yeah. much back in September, October, I think, when the show ended. But now that I rewatched it uh, to to do this episode, I was like, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. We knew all along, like we, like yeah. you said, it, <laughs> it was just too obvious, and we didn't want it to like to accept it, but we knew, like every single thing that he does. It's like Scream you Sauron. slick son of a bitch. Son I know what bitch. you're doing. Yeah, no, yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. It's like, hey, motherfucker. Yeah, I know what you're doing. Hey, come stop here. fucking doing come here. that. Get in here. Stop. I know who you are. <laughs> I I know what you're doing. Stop <laughs> fucking doing it. And like, and the fact that people are getting all up in arms that that we're not gonna get Anatar, which let me. They st they still can they still can do that they that's still on the table. That's what I'm gonna say. Um, I, I just want to jump on real quick. Um, my two biggest gripes, <coughs> I'm sorry, with the series are number one, and this is the most stupid of things, and I, and I I can't um how do you say that I can't stress this enough. Let me just say it first. One of my biggest gripes with the shows, like one of my three main ones, is the short haired elves. And I know a lot of people thought that was stupid as hell, and but it mattered a lot to me, you know. Like it, like it bothered. It, it didn't matter because yeah, it because it doesn't affect the story, so it doesn't matter per se. But it, I don't know. It just it sucks to look at, you know. And I'm seeing them in every single episode, the elves, and so it bothers me in every single episode. But the fact that that is one of my main and biggest gripes with the show of this size, it, it, that's telling, right? It just it speaks to the magni to the to the quality of this show overall. Like I cannot find a single thing that I actually dislike, and so I'm gonna go with the thing that just annoys me, and that's the fact yeah. that I don't like short hair elves. You know, I'm not used to them. Whenever I picture elves, I picture them as majestic, as majestic, and so I don't know. I cannot picture elves with with a fade and just a little more hair on top, like like they went to the barber shop. It just it rubs me. It feels. Elrond Elrond looks Elrond looks good though. He looks. They all look Robert good. Romero. You know, I'm gonna be looks, honest. Looks good. Looks looks good with like a little shorter hair. If he would have had the whole Hugo Stevenson thing going on, but maybe, or Hugo, like oh a compromise, God. maybe even to the shoulders, right? Like. Like, or just to the neck, like half the neck. I mean, they might be like, hey, Robert, grow out your hair a little bit like you did for uh, Rob Stark. For Ned Stark, right, right yeah. For Ned Stark, yeah, Ned Stark, Ned Stark. And, 
that's that's all fine and dandy, but I that never really bothered me to be honest. And, and the fact that people said that that this show was so poorly written, I'm like, what? Right to equate that like uh, an annoyance, uh, really, because it is an annoyance. It isn't bigger than that. To equate that to to the writing in any capacity, it's just it is mind blowing. Not, it's not fair. No, it, and it doesn't make comparing, sense. You're comparing apples to oranges. Yeah. It, it. It's crazy. It goes, it goes back to my keeping your takes consistent. Right. Yeah, writing, it, it just... You can't, you can't, like, literally. Yeah, I, I am trying right now to, like, sort of, like, empathize, maybe sort of understand where they're coming from, but I can't. But, yeah, that's oh. what, that's what like, one of my main gripes, which is... I mean, you you saw my tweet earlier. I mean, Lord, The Rings of Power is one of my favorite shows ever. Like, and I'm sure, like, once it finishes, if it does reach, like, um, maybe five, six seasons, like they plan to. Five. I know that's the plan. I'm hoping that they stick to it. If they do, like, stick to it and actually accomplish that, I know that, that it's going to be one of my favorite shows. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because the only reason that it isn't yet, I mean, it is one of my favorite shows. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase. The only reason that it isn't my favorite show yet is because, I mean, it's incomplete, obviously. It's the first season. And I'm not. Yeah. I'm not holding it against it. It just, it's the way it is. You know, it's starting. Like, they build a lot of things up. Now they got to, oh, like, oh, execute yeah. it. Execute all of it. First, I think for a first show, it sets up a lot. It does a really good job of of a explaining lot. what the the expectations of the show, like what what world we're in, what the boundaries are, what the limits are. Right. Like it's it does like for a first season, I think it's one of the best. And I I do think so. Here's my question, okay? So we have Mordor first season, right? We get we get the beginning of Mordor, right? What's the big cataclysm that happens in season two? Wow, season two. Because I don't think you get Fall of Numenor until closer to season three. No, because yeah. then, because then you get season four and five will be the War the of the last Alliance. Alliance. Right. Alliance. Season four is like the building of the of the kingdoms of Man, right? Gondor, and you you can yeah. get it. And in my and in, in my in my take on that is in Nadion. Will be the architect that builds Minas Tirith, Minas Morgul, and you think uh, so? Yes, absolutely. I think it can that's work. That's the only reason. I feel like I feel like that's the only reason why they brought her into it, but also to kind of give her a oh, like that's that's one thing I absolutely did not like is that they like Elendil and his family are faithful as faithful can be. They like are. they they do not wane from that thing that 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 structure in the books like in the books they are like hey we are always with the faithful that's why they were spared that's why uh, uh Iluvatar pushed the the winds had the winds in their favor to push them away from Numenor and uh having a Narion I understand why they're doing it because they need a uh, not an Arian. Uh, Aarian. 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 Uh, to have an Aarian be kind of like that um, black sheep of the family, right? In a way, 
Um, because her and Temin or whatever the fuck his name is, I don't give a shit. Mr. Bullcut is that what what we're gonna call him? Mr. Bullcut, the guy that the that asked her out, right? Basically, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that whole manipulation. Like, I could see if if they went if they went full into it, and she ends up dying in the fall of Numenor. And Isildur, that's just another thing that Isildur does to take the ring at the end. He says, fuck this. My father's died. My my brother's dead. My sister's dead. I'm taking this ring. This is mine. Right. Like that, I could see that totally working. It builds up but to that, I would, yeah. I, but I also would love to see her do the bait and switch thing, go back to the faithful, and be the architect of those of those big cities that we know and love in in the original trilogy even though i cannot stress this enough these two things do not coincide they're not in the same universe they they don't they don't exist in the same way i mean this sword i mean we saw this sword but it was gold that brings me to this that brings me to this and let me share my screen real quick um oh wait i'm uh I'm sharing the wrong thing. Yes. This. Yep. Like, um, not a seal. That's not a seal, right? In the Rings of Power and in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. You know, I was, they stressed this like as heavily as they could. And I understand why that they could not use they simply could not use the same designs, right? They had to make it different. And so, and they, they said this a lot. And so I just thought that, I mean, it's all going to be different. But when I saw Narsil, and, and it was basically Narsil, right? It's just a different color palette. Maybe the, a different color. The cross it's a guard bit, it's a, is a little bit smaller, like shorter. Um, It's a little shorter, but also the pommel is different too, because... It's not all one. It's not all one. There's a little circle oh, that's around it. Yeah, too. it's like yeah, it's sort of added. If if, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. No, but I I lie, I go holy shit is that Narsil? Right, shit, is that but, but but it is Narsil, right? Like like in essence, as as soon as you look at it, you know, like that's Narsil, right? And so this was just wow, man! I, I remember losing my mind. That was the third episode, the fourth one. I think it was the fourth one. Fourth, fourth, because uh, it's when Galadriel um is listening to the plantier, right? Yeah, yeah. So listen to the plantier because Mariel um uh takes her up to it to explain why they, they enter the vault and they see and we yeah. see uh, Narsil in the background, and it was just wow, man. Well, the the <laughs> helm of Dorloman is also in there as well. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, Belmont uh, ended up showing me that. Who did? Uh, Pete Belmont. He's on uh, TikTok and in. Uh, he's a he's a talking uh, talking guy, as well. I see. Well, um, let me see. Um. Oh yeah, my biggest gripe. So the the first one was the 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 short hair elf thing, which is stupid. I know, so that's what I why I like saying it because I mean I know it's stupid. That's what I like saying it. I love the show, 
that's one of the only things that I didn't like about it. And the second one is like you were talking about this before. It's Anatar, right? Halbrand. The the thing that I hated most about Halbrand meets Sauron is that we didn't get Anatar. And I know that we can still get him, right? We still have the yep. nine the nine kings of men, right? And then we have the seven dwarf lords. So we have uh we have huge potential for Anatar to, to just go around gifting rings to people. But yep. I just I just I want to make sure that we get it because I know people fell in love with Halbrand. I know that they know that we liked Halbrand. And so I don't want to I don't want to get stuck with Halbrand if that makes sense. I want to get Anatar. Oh, that's one of the things that I want I want to get out of this Halbrand, show. Yeah, have have Halbrand be like his base form. Exactly. And then like his fairer form can be a different character altogether, but they yeah. can still bring in Halbrand as a as the main person for Sauron. Exactly. Obviously, we're we can keep get, coming back to it. We're gonna get armored Sauron at the end. Because him and Gilgalad and, and Elendil have to fight each other. Right. And let me tell you, I cannot wait to see Lloyd Owen in full Numenorean, like full, like actual, like if they armor if they plate, even, like, yeah, like armor plated armor. Um, it, it's just gonna be so cool to see that, because I feel like, and this is the way I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna watch Rings of Power all the way through, and then I'm gonna instantly start by watching fellowship of the ring and uh, i mean that's the way to go because it's that's where it's gonna leave off right it's literally gonna leave it lead off that way and it's i think five is the perfect amount it's not too it's not too long not too long not too short and especially if we're getting eight episodes that almost or that are almost an that are an hour long over an hour all of them a hour, I think the longest one was an hour, 10 minutes. 12. 13 minutes. 12, yeah. Yeah, hour, 12 minutes. That's what Obi, that, and, and this will be my biggest gripe against Obi-Wan when we talk about that later on. Right. Is the shortness that Disney Plus has and it's for, just, that, for and that show. For all their shows, really. Like, why make an episode 30 minutes long? Like, I mean that works if you're doing a sitcom, but it just it doesn't work with these shows, and they they just they yeah. gotta they gotta acknowledge that because yeah. and that's one of my gripes. It's not one of my biggest gripes because like like you just said, every episode in Rings of Power, like all eight episodes, they're over an hour long. Oh like, yeah, like it's... you got plenty of content, and I'm thankful for that. But like even then. And this, what I'm about to say, it applies to, from my point of view, it applies to every single Disney Plus show. It applies to House of the Dragon. Well, well not House of the Dragon, House, not House of the Dragon. But every, every single Disney Plus show and what I meant was um, Marvel and Star Wars, both uh, franchises. It applies to both. They do this shorter seasons right like eight episodes they do six episodes six seven episodes. episodes right like from six to to eight they're doing this and of course they mention like budget reasons right like budgetary reasons and yeah. sure that makes sense on paper but even then we're not getting that like 
this is not the case with Rigs and Power, but this is the case for a lot of uh, Disney Plus shows. Like, not all of them have great CGI and great special effects. Like, where is the budget going to? And I'm fine, you know, I don't need, I'm not one of those people that, oh my god, She-Hulk looks fake. That show sucks balls. Yeah. No, I love She-Hulk, one of my favorite shows ever. But my problem with this is that you can present all of those reasons, but still, you're starting off every single season of every single one of these shows great, right? The first two episodes, three episodes even, you're doing a whole lot of, ep of uh, exposition, right? You're building up yep. the world. I like that. They pull me in. I, there's not a show that I haven't loved the, the first couple of episodes that I haven't loved. Then you get into like the characters themselves and you start delving into their past, right? You start actually yep. developing the characters. And it looks awesome, right? It, it just, it flows great. Then by episode six or seven, if you're doing eight, or episode four and five, if you're doing six, you see that they're starting to build up the climax, right? They're starting to, ra to raise the stakes. And then as soon as they get to the finale, it doesn't matter if it's episode six, it doesn't matter if, it, if it's episode eight. It just, it feels like they're playing catch up. Uh, that makes sense. You know, in, in episode eight of the Rings of Power, the whole Sauron thing, it happened so fast. Okay. Like, like they just, as soon as Calabrimbor is talking with Gil Gallet and he talks about the whole flesh, like not of the flesh, but but in the flesh, or something along yeah, those lines. Yeah. As soon yeah. as he said that, and Galadriel, like, he, she picks up on that, it just, it speeds, it like, it multiplies, like, three, yeah. three speed. And they, they start yeah, playing catch up, right? Like, oh, Halbrand was Sauron all along. We're going to show you why. And they start, like, just rushing all these things that weren't yeah. rushed before. Like, they built up this huge, incredible, like, ironclad thing. Mm -hmm. And then they just, like, throw it all off the board. That's how I feel with every single one of these shows, really. That's fair. And that's, and that's a fair critique. You're not just saying it's mid for oh, no, man. you don't like it. I still love them, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. still love them, but oh, no, I don't yeah. know, man. That's 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 a fair that's a fair criticism to have, man. And it was the same with Obi Wan Kenobi. I I don't know. I just I like I don't mind them taking their time with Game of Thrones. Like back when we were getting Game of Thrones every year, like the first few episodes, like they were setting it all up. Then from episodes five through eight. They were like like actually building up to it and then eight and nine or maybe seven and not eight through nine the action like you know we were getting into it yeah. and then episode 10 was the aftermath yeah but but nowadays we're just doing like the the rising climax and aftermath all in the same episode and it just i don't like it <laughs> i don't like it no that's fair there it is. I'm sharing my screen. What is your yeah. favorite warg? Uh, it, it's got to be OT. It's got to be OT warg. Yeah, from the Lord of Really? The Lord of Rings trilogy? Yeah, the Rings of Power one looks like a, a mixture of a wolf and, and a fucking chihuahua. Man. That's, that's truly my one thing, that one gripe that I will have with Rings of Power. Oh, that I hated that. Looked... <laughs> awful i mean the the hobbit one 
looks pretty cool, but you you can't you, you can't go wrong with it because it looks more practical than yeah. I'm with you. The than the Hobbit. The the original trilogy one, it looks like it looks real. Like I mean, you look at the hair, you look at the teeth, at the fangs, you look at the the ears, the fur, all of it. Mm-hmm. You you know, it looks like you could like put your hand through the screen and you could actually like feel him. And yeah. that's cool and all. And but the Hobbit one, like in terms of like the design, uh-huh. right? I I think he looks the best. The Rings of Power, man. I don't know what they. <laughs> it, it, I don't know what the fuck that was, but that was not a warg. That was that is a chihuahua times a thousand. This is what I think of whenever I look at him. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look at the eyes. The eyes are scary. It's scary as fuck. I'm not even lying. Like, like look literally, at look look at it, the eyes. They just. They just took a chihuahua. Like, that's basically what they did. And <laughs> I get it. It's, it, yeah, I get it. Yeah. It just, it's, it, it just, it just didn't hit for me. It was weird, man. One, but yeah, the score, the score is the most consistent thing of the show. I feel like it consistently it, it, it never it, it, yeah. it never it never I never was like wow that wasn't really a good score episode Man, like no one. it all it was so consistent because yep. Bear puts so much time and effort into these things you know and and I didn't I even like know about ne- him I feel like he's the next John Williams he might opinion. be he might be man I didn't know about him in the funny thing is that I have known about him. I just didn't know it was him. Like I'm a I'm a fan of The Walking Dead, and I have been a fan yeah, of The Walking Dead. Walk yeah, since day one. But I didn't know. Like I just it wasn't yeah. something that I paid any mind to, right? And yeah. and when I with The Rings of Power, like Galadriel's theme is my favorite. And then Casadoom Doom or Hazard Doom. Oh, Casadoom Doom is Casa Doom is is. That's my second favorite one, but it's a close second, and so. All of that, it just made me like, oh man, I, I need to hear more of Ben McCreary. And then he did the God of War Ragnarok. He did the the yeah. the theme he's, for um. Uh, he's he's done he's done a lot of things. A lot he of on the, the snow. First, he did the first of he did the first season of Battlestar Galactica. Oh, did he? He he scored that. See, the, that was one of his first gigs. Then I, so I've always known about him. I just didn't know it was him. Because th- there's a lot of songs that I, I just always loved, but I don't know, man. I just, I never paid any mind to, like, I attributed, the, like, the music or, or the scores of a movie. I just uh, attributed those to, like, the, the filmmakers and the directors and the and the movie itself. It is yeah, something that didn't, I'm... You didn't, yeah. I didn't separate the, yeah. the two. You start to realize that when you listen to Star Wars, especially the original trilogy. Right. Yeah, you do. A lot of those themes and a lot of those things from, yes, on screen you see Darth Vader, but when you hear that Imperial March, dun, 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 dun. I mean, the way it's used. Yeah. I mean, the way they used it in Kenobi. Yeah. In the ending scene wow, with Vader. Yeah. Very powerful. The way it's they can the play way... on those, like, those little nods. The way that they know they yes. can, they can manipulate the you really. Yeah, the heart yeah. strings, and, 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 yes, and, and that's and that's and that's 
we need to see Sauron get. I think Sauron's probably. I think Halbrand's gonna get captured in at the end of season two, and that's gonna lead into the biggest conflict. I think we're gonna spend a lot of time in Numenor in season three, and you that's know, gonna be. Th- that's gonna for. be interesting to see Sauron actually get captured because all of this, you know, him getting wounded, him getting imprisoned in Numenor, even like it was all a play. It was all his plan. Yeah. Right, I mean, but like to see a being of that, I don't know, man, of that power level, of that stature, stature is the better word. To see a being of that stature just being act like um, genuinely captured, I want to see that. I want to see how they approach that because it's uh, it's interesting. And and also, you have to remember he had created the One Ring by that point, as well. When he gets when he gets captured, he when has he gets, when he gets when he gets captured in Numenor, yes. And I need to brush up on my I need to bro to brush the dust off of my books. Yeah, he has the ring when Numenor falls. So that's even because more interesting then. Well, because he it's connected to his soul at that point. Right. So he's not dead. I mean his his physical body's gone. Because he died on Numenor. But, like, he his soul is intact, which means that he has another body. Hey, just like fucking Palpatine. Somehow Palpatine <laughs> returned. Um, Somehow. But, but I, like... Imagine it, just Galadriel going over to Gil-Galad and Elrond and, and Calibrimbor. Somehow, Sauron has returned. <laughs> which is also, I mean, I could see season two being uh Aregion's downfall. Yeah. And I think that uh, would be a seeing... good like mid-season cliffhanger. I could see it being like the main the... thing. <laughs> I could see it being the main thing. You'd... Unless but you also have that Adar, which by the way I mean, I, I like. What, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck they did. Like on paper, I like Adar. To his, to his actor, his actor was oh, it, the one that. What's his Benjen name? Stark. Yeah, Benjamin Stark in Game remember. of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. Let, let me look he him up. He was perfect. He was perfect in that role, Are, and the fact that he's not reprising it this season. Do you remember when, really, when he was first really announced? Sucks. Oh yeah, like, I was the like, theories? holy shit, like. Oh, I was like, holy shit, he's Sauron. Like, he fits the bill of Sauron. I thought he was going to be Anatar. Yes, Anatar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his name but... is Joseph, Um, I want to say Maul. It's M-A-W-L-E. I want to say Maul. Yeah, or... Um, Molly? Uh, Molly? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, I'm not sure, I don't know. But... He was a positive side on that on on that Southlands, right? Uh, the storyline, the whole thing, right there. Storyline. I mean, Arondir was obviously a good part of that as well. Man. Bronwyn. Arondir is. Um, he's the Arondir. man. Yeah, absolutely. My thing is, uh, with Galadriel being the center point of season one, or is she going to continue to be the center point? throughout the series or are we going to play the game of hey this season was her season now this second season is bo dance yeah right yeah, yeah <laughs> kind of 
but on a grander scale because there is like i said before at the beginning of this whole thing tolkien didn't really might write much about her God, in the second yeah. age she had uh arwen's mother during the second age she founded uh lothlorien in the second age with Celeborn. Like her and Celeborn were not involved in the last alliance of elves and men, at least action wise. You know, that that brings me to to one of the things I wanted to ask you, and I, I wrote this in my notes. Um I want I wanted to ask you this. She said when he, when she was talking to Halbrand after the, the battle against the Oryx and Adar, Celeborn was his name. She said was his name. So is she thinking that he's dead? Are they on a break, like Rachel and Ross style kind of thing? Uh, uh, no. I, what, what, what do you I think is going on? No, Celeborn, I think she genuinely thinks he's dead. But you I think, think so? he's been captured. I, I think he's actually captured. Like, like I think so too. In and reality, I think, I think he's captured. But yeah. I don't know what she yeah. thinks. Like, does she really think he's dead? Like, wouldn't have she, like, made sure... It, 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 but I mean, also that gives another credence to why she is so hell bent on finding Sauron. Maybe if she, she finds thinks Sauron, she, she finds him. out she she or finds, she finds, she finds him. her killer, right. or she finds Celebron. Wow, yeah, right. Celebron, yeah. I hadn't looked so, at I mean, it through that scope. No, yeah. So it's there's a lot of different nice thinking, man. Yeah, I like that. I mean, there's there's so many. Yes, people were upset that she didn't. Like, come on, that's going back to second age stuff. Like, I thought, I think it's an interesting take that Celeborn isn't around. You are a fan of the Other Rings of Power, safe to say, right? Oh, yeah. Even though they sure as hell took their liberties, when, and of course, they, they, uh, too many times they had to, right? Because they, they didn't have the yeah. rights to most of it. They had to, so they they had to make do with what they with what they had. Yeah. But and even when they didn't have to, they still took some liberties. <laughs> no, but yeah. I personally am okay with that. I think the show it went great. It just it became its own thing. It paid homage to the books. It paid homage to the movie trilogy. And it still came out as its own thing and it can grow from it. And I think that's yeah. the beauty of it. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I and I and I, I don't think it can be I don't think I could say anything else because I mean it's it, it it does a lot right. Right. It does a lot right. And uh I can't wait to see season two. Um my hope is is please for the love of fucking God, do not have those two shows coming out at the same god. Like House time. of the Dragon and Rings oh of Power. Oh <laughs> my god, I can't do right. it. We were doing we were doing reactions. Well and also we had Andor thrown in there as well. Um, so you, we were doing You were we, hands on, man. We did reactions for Andor all in a span of four months. Started with Andor, then uh, went into Rings. No, no, it started with, uh, um, no, Andor was somewhere in between there. Uh, House started, Rings, then Andor. There were three shows that we were covering for a span of 
two and a half months. Right. We were doing reactions. That it. Oh God! Please, for the love of God, or Disney fucking announce that you're going to release your goddamn shows at 9 p.m. EST. Oh like man, please. Fucking- please. Maybe that's what they'll do with who. With now that they're gonna be combining with Hulu. I mean, they might, because Hulu does that. I mean, I think they do. I think it's 12 a.m. Eastern time. I think. I, oh I, well, that's fucking better than three. Yeah, Are or four. Because when when the daylight saving starts, I'm no longer Eastern time. I'm like Atlantic Pacific time or Atlantic Standard time, and I'm an hour uh, after. Yeah. Um, like for you guys, it's 3 a.m. and then for me, it's 4 a.m. and I'm like, fuck, I'm not waiting up. <laughs> Until 4 a.m. to wake up at 7. Yeah, yeah, no. It just, it doesn't fly. But yeah, man, um, I just want to say thank you for being on. I mean, I think I'm I'm recording a couple more episodes this week, but I think this will be released first. Um, and then up to normal, um, released scheduling thing. But I just want to say thank you. I had a lot of fun. Uh, I loved your, uh, yeah, of course. Anytime, man. I loved your takes and it was a, it was a blast. Thank you. Thank you for watching while you made it this far. It truly means a lot. Um, so if you did like the episode, it, uh, you can leave a like, a comment, please leave a review, um, follow us, subscribe. It's going to really help the podcast. It doesn't matter where you're watching from or listening from it. Uh, we truly appreciate it. And also, we want to let you know that we're going to be launching another podcast. It's going to be called Wayward Fans. Supernatural um, supernatural Wayward Fans. As in, um, it's going to be the full name. But uh, yeah, basically Wayward Fans. And it's going to be a rewatch podcast. We're going to be watching the, uh, the Supernatural TV show from beginning to end. And I mean from beginning, from the pilot episode, episode one of season one on to uh season 15 you know the finale we're gonna be watching them all weekly and just watching one episode hopefully we're gonna be having guests over to discuss those episodes and you're gonna be able to see my live reaction as well i'm gonna record my reactions and post them on our youtube but uh but yeah we're gonna be we're gonna start out with one episode per week i'm gonna try to shift into two episodes per week for the wayward fans because i mean there's so many supernatural episodes right and i mean not even watching i could watch one each day and still gonna take um years well over a year i think because yeah over a year they've got i think 370 episodes is it if it's less than you catch my drift, right? You know what I'm saying. There are a lot of supernatural episodes, and but yeah, I want to shift into two episodes weekly. But we're gonna see what's um, how I manage with uh, Fellowship of Fandoms and Wayward Fans. But yeah, if if all goes to plan, we're gonna you're gonna be getting two Wayward Fans episodes per week and one Fellowship of Fandoms podcast episode per week. But yeah, thank you for watching. Um, the next episode is going to be House of the Dragon with JJ. And uh, we have a lot of fun. But yeah, as far as Luke, rem- remember you can catch him on the Potlands basically everywhere. 
at pot ones on TikTok, I think. Uh, but yeah, they do Star Wars. As you as you saw, looks a great guy. We had a lot of fun. He's very funny. He has a lot of great takes and some really insightful takes on on the these fandoms in general and the subtleties and themes uh, across them. So yeah, thank you for watching the episode. It was a blast. You already know what I'm going to say. It was a blast. Um, thank you for watching. And I hope I see you on the next one.